Hey, this is Cody Sturge with the pastor at Chill Highway Baptist Church, and you're listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily, a daily ministry of our church, an opportunity that we have every day to share God's Word with you. The Bible says to keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. And we know that we keep our hearts as we wash our hearts with the Word of God. We are in a series now in the book of Mark. The book of Mark's a book of action. And I know that there'll be messages and truths from God's Word that'll be a big help to you. Thanks for listening. We're praying for you. God bless you. There's nothing like knowing that Jesus is your Savior and heaven is your home. I'm reminded of the old preacher, John Rice. Somebody got in an elevator with him and held him up and said, Give me your money. He said, I'm not giving you my money. He said, I'm going to shoot you if you don't give me your money. He said, you can't threaten me with heaven. (laughs) I don't know about you, but I'm probably going to give him my money. Uh, The truth of the matter is, the worst in this life is a threat that I'm going to be in the presence of God. And God is faithful. And you don't have to fear the storms when you've accepted Christ into your heart. As he is. There's another little side thing here. There's a contrast. The Bible says in verse number 36, they took him even as he was in the ship. And there were also with him other little ships. <laughs> I couldn't help but spend some time thinking about those other little ships. Jesus had, was in a ship with his disciples crossing the Sea of Galilee and that storm was raging. And with Jesus on board, my, what a difference that makes. But I can't help but think about those little ships that, had not, that didn't have Christ on board. And the turmoil and the trouble and the fear. And my heart breaks for people who do not know the Lord Jesus. So much so that I'm committing my life to tell as many people as I possibly can about the saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Those little ships, they were in that sea without any hope. I wonder how they felt when the sea settled, if they made it. But I'm concerned about little ships all around that don't have Jesus in them. May God help us be faithful to that. You see, you don't have to fear the storms of life when you've accepted Jesus into your heart the way that he is. Number three, you don't have to fear the storms of life when the storm is great and seems hopeless. You say, this is all good and fine, preacher, but you don't know about my storm. I may not. But I know the Lord does. The Bible says with me in verse number 37. And there arose a great storm of wind. This wasn't just a storm of wind. This was a great storm of wind. And the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. The situation these men had found themselves in was dire. It was terrible. I mean, the sea had been busting against the side of the ship so much that now the boat was full of water. Not a good thing. Have you ever been in a boat when somebody forgot to put the plug in? Not good. That thing won't float very long with water in it. But the Bible says that these men were in such a terrible spot. Here's something I want you to know. Your storm is not too big for God. Your storm is not too big for God. That worry and that concern is not bigger than God. And when you think, oh, my lands, feel the wind. Feel the waves. 
Fill the water up to my knees. A little bit more, and this boat's going to go underneath the sea, and we're going to go to our death. And about the time you think, oh, my lands, if something doesn't give, I'm going to die. I want you to know something. Even at that moment, you think if something doesn't give, I won't be able to stand this any longer. Even at that moment, your storm is not too great or too vast or your situation too far gone for God to step in. You see, it wouldn't be long in this portion, of, in this book of the Bible, it won't be very long in this book of the Bible before God walks out to the grave of a man that had been dead four days and says, Lazarus, come forth. And a dead man rose. And just a few days ago, there was a man that hadn't walked ever. And Jesus looks at him and says, take up your bed and walk. And folks, I want you to know something. You may say, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it through this. That's not true. You don't have to fear the storms. You don't have to fear the storms, even when they seem great and hopeless, because God is in control. Verse number four. I'm sorry, the point number four. You don't have to fear the storm when it seems God doesn't care. You know, we people get to this place. And a preacher could get there. We could get to this place where we think, you know, I I've heard this time and time again, but I'm not sure that God even cares about me. That's wrong. Look what the perception. Can you imagine the perception of these disciples? Here's Jesus who'd been healing the blind and causing the lame to walk and doing all kinds of things. I heard something funny the other day I thought you might like to know. Completely unrelated. About Facebook. Somebody said it like this. I don't think that Facebook has ever made the lame to walk, but it has certainly Allowed the dumb to speak. <laughs> uh, all right, Cody, back on task. Jesus had done so many mighty things. He'd done so many mighty things. But you get to a moment where you think, does Jesus even care? Here's what the disciples were facing. Verse number 38. And he was in the hinder part of the ship asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? Folks, I want you to know something. I know the Lord was gracious in response to this question. But this is one of the most foolish accusations you could ever make to Almighty God and to your Savior, Jesus Christ. One of the most foolish accusations you could ever make to God is to say this, Master, carest thou not that we perish? The answer is, that's silly. No one ever cared for me like Jesus. He's touched with the things that hurt me. He cares for you. God is faithful. Folks, you don't have to fear the storm, even when you get to that moment when you think, God doesn't even care. Point number five. You don't have to fear the storms when... You know God will take care of the cause and effect. That's a little bit longer, I know. But you don't have to fear the storms when you know that God will take care of the cause 
and the effect. I want you to see this with me. It's so encouraging. Verse number 39. The Bible says, And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. Jesus' encounter with the wind and the waves was twofold. Two things. Look what he did. The Bible says that he rebuked the wind. See, on the Sea of Galilee, they, this, these squalls of wind and these tre- treacherous storms were common. The wind would get up, and the wind began to beat on the water, and the water began to get in rhythm, and next thing you know, the, the waves were super high and dangerous. The wind was the cause. You see, the wind, it was the wind that stirred up the sea. It was the wind that made the mess. It was the wind that caused the danger. You know, the water on its own, no big deal. The water's helpful. I mean, you could catch fish out of it. You could float a boat on it. The water had some, had some good things. But that wind, it was wicked. It was awful. And it was the wind's fault that the sea was raging. Folks, you don't have to fear the storms of life because God will rebuke the calls. You say, this person has caused my sea to rock and roar. You say, this circumstance has caused my life to be troubled. I want you to know something. You can rest in the fact that God will rebuke the storm. He'll rebuke the calls. What is it that's causing you trouble and causing you grief that's against God and His will? Jesus stood up and spoke and rebuked the wind. He says, I'll take care of the calls. That's troubling you. That wind is troubling you. The cause of your issue, the cause of your worry. He says, I'll take care of that. He says, and that's not all. He rebuked the wind. And he looked to the sea. And he said, peace be still. Not only will he take care of what caused your problem, but God has the ability and he will take care of the effects of what's happened. My home has been wrecked by sin. I'm not talking about mine specifically. My home has been, you say my home has been wrecked by sin. I don't trust him anymore. Because of what he did, God will forgive the cause. I don't know if I could ever love him the way I did before. I want you to know something. You keep your eyes fixed on Jesus, and I'll tell you something. God will settle the waters. God will settle the sea. God will give you peace in your heart again. If you'll keep your eyes on him, he'll restore your home and restore your marriage. You say, I don't know if I could ever trust her again. God will take care of the cause, and God will help the effect. You say, it's raging in our hearts and our homes. Put your eyes on Christ and He'll help you. I don't think I could ever forgive that person for what they did. You have no idea what they did. I don't. But God does. And you don't have to fear the storms of life because God is going to rebuke the wind and He's going to say, peace be still to the sea. He'll take care of the cause. He'll take care of the effect. God is faithful. He'll give you grace. He'll give you aid. He'll give you peace. The only place you can get it is from Jesus. You see, I don't have to fear the storm. Why? Because God is going to take care of both the cause, the wind, and the effect, the sea. He takes care of me. You don't have to fear the storm when you know God will take care of the cause and effect. Number six, you don't have to fear the storm when you live by faith. 
You don't have to fear the storm when you live by faith. Look what the Bible says in verse number 40. The Bible says that in the conclusion of verse 39, there was a great calm. Oh, isn't that wonderful? How many of you say, Lord, I need you in my heart and life to give me a great calm. Give me a great calm. The only place you'll get is from Jesus. Oh, we need a great calm. And the Bible says, and he said unto them, as they sit there in a calm sea that just seconds ago was raging. I don't know what's happened to the water in the boat. I'll ask the Lord when I get to heaven. I don't know if they've had time to pale it out or if God just sucked it out right there in one swift blow. That's fine with me too. They're sitting there in the boat in a great calm. And Jesus looks at his disciples and said unto them, verse 40, Why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? <laughs> That's convicting, isn't it? He says, it's over. Why are you so fearful? I want you to think with me just a moment. Think back in your life. How many of you have had issues and concerns in the past, and right in the midst of it you thought, I don't know how in the world we're going to ever make it through this. And you sit and you worry and you wring your hands. You think, oh my word, what's going to happen? I mean, you got knots in your gut. You want to go throw up somewhere because you just don't know what in the world's going to... That's your storm. I don't know how this is going to ever get better. But you look at it now as a child of God. You look at it now and you say, wow, there really wasn't all that much to worry about after all. How many of you ever had a moment like that? Me too. At the conclusion of that storm, Jesus looks at his disciples and he says, How is it? How is it that you have no faith? And no doubt, they began to think back over the last few days. The lame walking, the blind seeing, the dumb speaking. Thank you for listening to this message from the book of Mark. We're sure excited about the many opportunities that we have at the Chai Baptist Church to share content with you. If you'd like to hear more of the same, more messages from God's Word, other series from different books of the Bible, you can find us at chillhowiebaptistchurch.com or you can get our app on the App Store, Chai Baptist Church. And we're so thankful that you've listened today. God bless you.